0: Welcome, everybody. This is the Rotary E-Club of Silicon Valley. Every week, we bring you the stories of people making the world better locally, globally, and digitally. We're part of Rotary International, well over a million good souls in I don't know how many countries around the world, 180 something something like that. And and every one of us is bought into the idea of service above self, that idea that what you do working with others allows you to improve the lives of others, that, that Devoting your time and talent and treasure in, in all sorts of ways can make you a better person even while you're helping somebody else. All good. In that space of making the world better, we have a Rotarian, an interact advisor, and, and a friend, Jeff Rivero, with us today. Jeff is a Rotarian with the Rotary Club of Merced Sunrise in District 5220 here in California. And he is the advisor for the Interact Club at Yosemite High School, where he teaches digital media. Mr. Barrow was selected as a United Nations ambassador for the 17 Sustainable Development Goals in 2019 and advised students to lead an after school program called the Junior Ambassadors, which we're going to hear about today. He's also an unofficial ambassador for the California Green Ribbon Schools. Jeff, we are excited for you to be here and to tell us about the many cool things that you've got going. Or at least some subset of them that we can fit within our time frame. So awesome to have you, Jeff.
1: What we're watching here is the girls from the Duraja Academy, and they will be singing in there about their school and about what it means to them in Swahili. Bridge means, or excuse me, in Swahili, Daraja means bridge, and for the junior ambassadors here in Merced, California, Daraja means bridge of opportunity. And what we're trying to do is create help for the girls in Africa. The Duraja Academy is an all-girls school that is tuition free. Watching these girls and seeing their story and hearing it, I think it brings some of their spirit in and that's why I wanted to start off with this today. We are presenting to the Rotary E-Club of Silicon Valley, we are the United Nations Junior Ambassadors Rotary International Interact Club. I appreciate you inviting me here today, Rushton. And real quick, Link, uh, what's in the soup? Everybody names the soup, but what inside of the soup is the most important? So what is the Green That School project? It's basically taking California Green Ribbon Schools program which has for three pillars, and we'll get into that in just a second. It's also throwing in the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals, the U.S. Department of Education Climate Adaption Plan for how are schools going to be able to prepare themselves for the climate change that is happening now and quite possibly could be worse, and then Take Action Global, which is trying to create an environmental literacy for everybody around the world to get their students to not only understand climate change, but try to make adaptions in their life to help lessen that. We have the Rotary Club. It has seven causes. And also Pope Francis has LaDato Si, which both of them have seven cause, causes that pretty much align with each other. And that's for helping people all around the world. And then you have the CALI, which is the California Environmental Literacy Initiative, which is trying to get teachers in every subject matter to interject uh, environmental literacy into their classrooms. And then you have 10 strands, which is trying to connect education and the environment. First off, why are you trying to help these girls? I get this question a lot. Why are you trying to help out these girls in Africa? Well, I got to meet Jason Doherty, who is the co-founder of the Neeraja Academy. And after talking to him on, I interviewed him on my 17 and Me show, which is on YouTube. And we interview people from all around the world to find out what's going on in their section of the world. And then students watch it and then they're able to find out what's going on. And I try to connect them to environmental and social issues everywhere. Everybody has a different passion. So once you find a student's passion, you can plug them into what interests them. That's, in my opinion, where people really take off and they do better. The school I teach at is a continuation school, so a lot of them just haven't plugged in yet. And that's the amazing thing at my job is being able to plug people in and see them just take off. So the girls in Africa have some issues as well. They have uh public education is paid through the eighth grade. Once they get to the eighth grade, it's like ours, high school, that you're on your own. You have to pay for things. Well... There are a lot of girls in the rural area are extremely economically disadvantaged. So Their families are eight to 10 big. and There, they have a gender bias discrimination to where boys come first. So if you're in a family of eight and there's four boys and four girls, if you're the oldest girl, you still have to wait through four children before you would have a chance at education. And to be honest with you, a lot of people in these hard-hit areas they barter and trade. They don't really have cash, so the chances of a girl going to a uh, to be able to get trained for a job or go to university is just zero. There's just no chance for them. They have limited access to resources. These families, their culture and social norms basically put them at the end of the list. And then the gender bias, violence—some of the things that these girls go through are just horrific. So. Like I said, at the Green Ribbon Schools, here's a roadmap to sustainability. They ask schools to take a self-assessment of what's uh, going on on their campus. And the first pillar is to reduce environmental impact costs. The second pillar is for health and wellness of students and staff. And the third pillar is to bide, provide effective sustainability education. So we've taken the template of that to help out the girls at the Diraja Academy. One of the ways that the students came up with, and like I said, i lean on the students' passions, how they want to help. So whatever they're into, they're able to help. And some of the students were heavy into CTE and uh, different type of green fields. So some of them wanted to get into solar-generated storage, purple air, and atmospheric water generators. Now, why this is important, in Africa, they have very unreliable energy. Sometimes it goes down, it could go down for a couple days. With the solar generator storage, they're able to plug in their electronical devices, basically run everything except for the water pump and the larger refrigeration or cooking materials. But they can still hook up these smaller plates to, to cook on these solar generator storage. So the students are able to get the energy they need to get by while the unreliable energy is down. Then some of the students found out about the water. We started talking about the different chemicals and contaminations that are inside of the water. So they figured out that with the atmospheric water generator, it takes humidity and turns it into drinking water. And this would provide the girls with a lot safer drinking water. And then Purple Air, our students are able to go online through Purple Air find out what the air quality is. There's a Purple Air Monitor, just three streets from our campus. And then there's another one close to Nanuki. So we're able to monitor in real time what the air quality is there compared to what it is here. And that's one thing that Nanuki can help us with. Their air quality is half, is lower than what the the air quality index is telling us that ours is. So students are able to help out the campus through energy, water, and air. <clears throat> Another student was very interested in art. So we have uh, Take Art Serious. It's a traveling art show where uh, students all around the world are asked to pick out one or more of the 17 Sustainable Development Goals to create a picture, a painting, and then basically try to make people aware of what their passion is or what their 17 SDG is meaningful to them. Through their picture, we're hoping to have a website where people all around the world can visit this website, make a donation if they so choose to the Daraja Academy, and also leave a positive uh, comment about pictures that they enjoyed. We have College and Career Readiness Mentorship Month. Last year, it was in February. We had some really great speakers. I don't want to pick just one or two out, But if I can fly through them real quick, Dr. Liang is one of the leading cardiologists here on the West Coast at Stanford. We had the CTA president Toby Boyd Uh, talk to him about teaching. We had a hip hop MD, Maynard O'Karake. We had uh, California State University Stanislaus President Ellen Jun, who has retired. One of the students' uh, favorite people was Seth Hancock, who is the director and uh, producer of a video that was about food recovery, and it was called Leftovers. And then, of course, we had our, actually, our history book author, American Anthem. His name is Edward L. L. Ayres, and he's also a Lincoln Prize winner. So what we try to do is record these, and then we're sending them to the Raj Academy so girls can maybe find out or have a passion that's awakened by watching some of these speakers. The speakers talk about Some of the roadblocks that they came across, what some of their people in their lives were that helped motivate them. And they would give advice to people who are listening on how to become the best they can be at the profession that they're looking into. We've spoken at a few different events. Jason Doherty spoke along with Aggie Freeman and then Gilbert Bluefeather Rosas from the Modesto City Schools. The students would speak about their passions and how they're trying to help. And then we had our community members, which would be Jason, Aggie and the Gilbert, and uh, George Garcia from the U.S. Department or excuse me, the California Department of Education, Green Ribbon, to back them up and tell them what they're trying to help out, with, that coincides what students are trying to help out. Uh, here's a little information on the Duraja Academy. Those are some of the pictures of the girls. Here's some of their graduations. And these are girls that never, ever would have a chance at a better life or graduating high school and going into the profession. One thing that I'd like to note is that boys who graduate college uh, average sending between 10 and 50% of their income back home to keep their family sustainable. Girls are sending anywhere between 60 and 90% of their income back home to keep their family sustainable. And with that money they send home, some of their sisters are able to go to high school and then hopefully college. In Kenya, they have a, their national test. You have to pass or get a certain score to be able to go on to college. And that's what the Daraja Academy is so great about. They're uh, 100% of the girls that go to Daraja Academy are passing that national exam and getting into their careers and fields that they want to. Modesto City Schools has hooked up with us. Uh, Gilbert Rosas has also helped us out with Purple Air and the traveling art show. So we basically become partners in crime and trying to help out the girls of Daraja. Then we have community members like Aggie Freeman. Some of the pictures here, if I can point out with my, The U.S. Department of Education came down to showcase the Merced Union High School District. It was called the Green Strides Tour. And these are some of our Interact students that are presenting what they're trying to do. If you look right here, this is one of those solar battery backups and then literature that people could read. Aggie was uh, just, off. she's off the chart for helping us. If you notice, all of our kids have, and myself have, an Interact shirt. So when we go places, we wear UN ties, we wear Interact shirts, and it really makes us stand out. Now, here's a picture of the San Francisco EduData conference that the students presented at below that is Pasadena. Our students received an award for a green district for being a green leader. And then here's a picture inside of the San Francisco hotel. There's a picture of the international to you all. president that we're hoping that they will support our efforts internationally. Rotary, uh, interact. There's about 145 countries it's in 14,900. Eleven clubs, and there's 342,000 members. These are a few of the activities that our area has for youth services. Once again, here's a picture of the visit from the U.S. Department of Education. People, artists around here created a desk for students, with different artworks. Students told them what they were interested in, and then the artists painted their desk for them. There's the Merced Field of Honor that our students, our digital media students, went out and recorded. So interact isn't just about green. It's about getting connected into your uh, community. And that's one reason why I'm glad I'm a Rotary member. So if anyone out there is interested in helping out Daraja, here's a picture of the Foundation which will be helping us take field trips to different activities to have the Interact students present at different conferences. And that's uh, below it is a fundraiser. This is Alice Niani, who was a graduating class in 2015, and she is a total rock star. One thing that Daraja Academy asked for is for stationary products. And one thing that a student here, which is that one of the greatest things about teaching high school students and working with the Interact Club is that students want to find passions, like one student, his name is Israel, wants to create a yearbook for the girls in Daraja. So it's probably going to be about two to $3,000 because the minimum is, I think, 40 books you have to order. But what we're hoping, to is to raise funds. He's already starting to put together a yearbook for the girls. They've never had one, so... It would be an inaugural tradition, and that's what we're hoping to get started. And I think his motivation, his major motivation, is that he wants the girls at the Duraja Academy to have the same, ex- as much as possible, have the same experiences, what we have here in Merced. And why all these things are important is because they, we all, if I can say this, we're all strings out there trying to do our best job. And when you take strings and you pull them together, you make a rope, and even though Senator Markley or maybe the EPA aren't Rotary members, we have the same causes. The seven causes of uh, Rotary, the seven causes of Laudato Si, and the 17 SDGs from the UN all create, we're, we're all trying to get to the same, uh, we have the same mission. We're trying to, to, uh, to complete our goals, and by pulling together all of this, we make a stronger rope to, to try to get it done. And one of the ways that I've tried to encourage students to be part of uh, fighting and curbing climate change is through fight, reaching their passion, finding out what they want to do. And because of their passions, we've created this helping the Diraja Academy called Green Net School. That's a long route, and hopefully, I haven't put you to sleep, but that's pretty much the story of the Green Net School project. And I would like to ask are there any questions?
0: All right, Jeff, thanks so much for the presentation. All right, so we're going to jump into Q&A after we do, do a few introductions. I'd love for everybody who is on the recording to wave when I call your name. Um, first guests, we have, in addition to our speaker, Rotarian Jeff, from the Merced Sunrise Rotary Club. We also, from that same club, have the president-elect Aggie Freeman and a longtime friend of the Rotary Club of Silicon Valley. Aggie, good to see you. From uh, Yosemite High School, the Interact Club, we have the president. Sean Villegas, go ahead and and wave. Good, good, good. We have another longtime friend of the club, Heather Edwards of the Eugene Metropolitan Rotary Club. And from our club in uh, in Houston, Texas, we've got Rory Olson. From Walnut Creek, California, we've got Shag Shagrin. Uh, Here in Mid-Peninsula, we've got Lisa Axelrod. And our treasurer in eastern Italy, Cecilia Babkirk. My name is Rushton Hurley. I'm in San Jose, and we're excited to be able to share these kinds of stories with you about the good being done by Interact Clubs and Rotary around the world. Uh, Sean, we're going to have you introduce yourself so that people understand your role in the project that Jeff described to
2: us. Hi, everyone. Sean. I'm Sean, president of Interact Club at community-wide level. We're based in your Yosemite High School, and I believe Jeff shared a little bit about what we do. So thank you for having me here. Good to have you. All right, so let's let's jump into the questions.
0: First of all, uh, Jeff, I'd like us I'd like us to start by focusing in on some, uh, some some definitions, right? So you you talk as a part of this about the SDGs. Not everybody may know what that is. Why, why don't you describe that to uh, to the audience?
1: The UN seventeen SDGs goals that they're trying to get to to be able to curb climate change and also help out the disadvantaged around the world and for asking for peace. And the career technical education is trying to teach students a job performance or job skills. So that way, when they're in high school, they learn what they, if they have a passion for it. Our school district, the Merced Junior High School District received a Green Ribbon Schools Award. One of the reasons being we have such an awesome CTE program So we're teaching all different kinds of professions. One of the great things about it, and our superintendent says it, a lot of times students get to find out if that's really their job field instead of wasting time after they get out of high school. They can find out at an early age if that's really where their passion is. So career technical education helps students find out, do they have a passion for it before they get into the university level? And then spend anywhere between two and four years of their lives trying to get a certificate that they may not really want. So it's a good opportunity, CTE is, for students to dabble in and find out, is, is that really what I'm made?
0: So you also use the term continuation school. And, you know, I, I, would, I would say a continuation school is a more flexible environment for students who might want something a little bit different. Uh, would, would, that be, would that be your way of tying that to the career technical education offerings you guys have at Yosemite High School?
1: Yes, a continuation school, is basic. we're a credit recovery. So when students have had a a hard time attaining the grades that they need to pass their classes, they fall behind, and instead of just pushing them out the system, because if there's no way to catch up, there's no way to get back on track. So Yosemite High School, we have an extra period, and uh, there's a faster recuperation of credits that we have on our campus. And uh, I'll be honest with you, sometimes students want to stay here. If you can just imagine, all of us have different uh, passions. We all have different needs. And if uh, one of the needs is that you need to be in a smaller environment, being on a large campus at two to 3,000 people is exactly the opposite of what you need. A lot of people have anxieties or they're not comfortable in larger crowds. So continuation school of our size is just what some of our students need. They're catching up on credits. They're catching up on self-esteem. Because imagine life's beating you down over and over. A lot of students come in my classroom, they're just sitting in a chair and they want to be ignored. But that doesn't happen here, as Sean will tell you. Come in my classroom, we're going toe-to-toe to find out, what do you need? A continuation school, I'm, I'm, I work with a bunch of colleagues that are this, feel the same way I I do that. We love this small-town atmosphere here, and we're able to hook up with students a lot easier and to try to help them back on the path, a continuation school does have one downfall. Once you get a student caught up, they transfer back to the place that uh, they've originated from. That's what our goal is, but the goal kind of stinks because yeah, you you create a a good atmosphere and a good relationship with a student, and boom, then they're gone. But that's you got to let the bird fly at some point.
0: And that tees up a couple of great questions that uh, that Aggie passed into the the chat w- with us as well. What impact has gray- green green net schools and the presentations had on the members of the Interact club? So so tell us a little bit about that connection and the influence on the students. Well,
1: uh, Sean doesn't mind jumping in in a second, he's he'd done some of the presentations, but from my aspect, it's just awesome you go with the kids who really don't have high self-esteem a lot of times that they're they're just not public speakers and you get to push them off of the branch make them fly and uh, it's great to see them come back cuz they're always successful the students the interact students that i have they're showing up after school two some 2-3 two, hours every day after school to work on this project they don't have to be here they're putting in that time to be able to prep so that way when they do go and represent that they hit it up. They hit the ball out in the ball, ballpark. When the kids come back, it's I've had people ask me, who are they? Well, stop for this. Sorry about the ringing, but the uh, teachers and some of their parents ask who did you bring back with you? Because I, I don't recognize this person because they just one trip, one presentation brings them out of the shell. And in reality, uh, a lot of people, try to give me props for this, but in reality, all I'm doing is allowing the students to flourish where they should have been. And it's called ACE, Adverse Childhood Experiences. A lot of times keep these kids from flourishing. And when they get here, it's a smaller class. I get to work with them more. And the Interact Club is, is part of the maturing of the students. We're able to mature these students. And I can't tell you just how great of an impact Aggie's been. I mean, I, I've been doing what I do here forever, and she sees it. And she's like, "You're you're a Rotary person," so she gets me to get hooked up and to work with them, and it's been a blessing in my life the whole time. But Sean, what, what do you think from the student perspective? What do you think the presentations for yourself and seeing other students? What do you think it's done for you?
2: For the student perspective, I would say that seeing uh, my friends you know, getting, getting the jitters before they go on stage, just it's pretty funny. I get mine too, but the impact after and the feelings of, you know, happiness for going through and presenting to the crowd is rewarding. And it's something that a lot of the kids don't get opportunity to go to given their situation and background. So it's really amazing to see my friends who have hard lives, really get to help other people. And when for me, when when I started helping people, it kind of gave me purpose. And it made me feel much better about how I spend my time in community service. So a lot of the students that Rivera was mentioning, they're always after class, they're always in there for literally three hours. I mean, that's, that's all going to the club and the initiative and they're, they're raking up their, uh, community service hours and they're going to go to the colleges, I hope. Nice. Appreciate it, Sean. So in, in, in
0: talking about that and in Jeff, what you described with what's going on at the high school, there is, there's clearly, you know, that, that connection between the school and rotary allows some really nice things to happen. Tell us a little bit about your connection out with with the specific club, the Merced Sunrise Club that you've joined, and and what you've experienced as part of that, Jeff.
1: It's, it's been a, like I said, a blessing to me. I've connected with other community members and created partnerships. And Aggies always allowing me to stand up and give them updates of, about my inter, our interact students, and that's always a great thing because. I just love sharing what the students are doing because a lot of times the students that I have just, they're not used to getting props. They're not get used to getting kudos. And I always come back to campus and tell them what I said and, and that it makes them feel good. So uh, it's also, uh, it uh, creates energy when you're around people that want to help out your community, like the field of honor. Uh, people put so much time and effort into that. And I was able to take the Interact Kids out there. We videotaped what it was about, our digital media kids and the Interact Kids uh, created uh, two different videos, a short version and a long version of what the Field of Honor is and what it means. We interviewed all kind of veterans, and then uh, they put it into two videos so that way they can add it as a link on the, uh, w- their webpage. So it's, it's really helped me out in my teaching profession because just when people are giving you their you're you're following a tailwind. If you're playing these people, you're tailwind, and, and they're helping you get to where you're supposed to go faster.
0: Well, fantastic. We'll wind things down, and then, Jeff, I'll hand it back to you for the final word. But to all of our, our visitors, thank you so much for taking your time to experience what, what we love in our club, which is the stories of people who are making a difference in the lives of others. If you are on our YouTube page, you can scroll down a little bit to find more info about Jeff and his work, as well as a link to the Rotary E Club of Silicon Valley's website. If you are on our website in our meeting page, feel free to also follow the links that you find once you have finished this part of the meeting. And let us know what you think in the discuss forum at the bottom of the Rotary page uh, that you find there. As we always like to do, we hand it back to our speaker for, speaker for the final word. Jeff, what would you like people to have in mind as they, as they finish the video?
1: Well, first, Rushton, I'd like to thank you again. I really appreciate you allowing me to be on your show and, and to basically project what the Interact students and my, my students in class are doing here. It's always great to showcase the uh, wonderful projects that the kids are doing. Also, if anyone would like to donate to the Dirage Academy, it's www. D-A-R-A-J-A.org. Please help them out if if, uh, any way possible. For every $1,200 that that, that Daraja takes in, that's one girl that has a 100% chance at graduating college and helping her family. So that's the biggest thing to me is being able to help one girl at a time. And then I'd like to thank everybody who hung in there with me and went through my presentation one thing I'd ask people or Rotary clubs, wherever you're from, please help out teachers. If you know of a teacher, bring them into your club, find out what they're doing and support them because that's huge. And then the last thing I'd like to thank is Aggie and Sean for being here. They're also huge, huge parts of our Interact Club. Aggie has helped us out and put us in position in places that wouldn't have been able without her help. And Sean came in to me and he was uh, taken aback, I think, first day of school because I just knew he was, you could see in him that he was going to be uh, a person that was going to do great things and achieve them. He's not even there yet, but you can see him starting to fly to where he needs to go. So uh, everybody out there, help support the Raj if you can. Help support a teacher in your area and just keep doing what you're doing because one thing I've noticed, all the Rotary people, that I've bumped into and had a chance to talk to are really engaged in civically into helping out their community in any way possible. So I would just encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. The Rotary Club is a great organization to be in, and I'm very blessed to be part of it. So thank you, Rushden.
2: Thank you, Jeff,
0: and everyone. We will see you next week.